You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick. Feel the culture. And Matty Rose. Ho, ho, friends. Welcome aboard. They score. Jonathan Huberto. Elias Lindholm. And the sea of rises at Scotiabank Saddledome. On Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's a Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. This thing on? Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems Downtown Studio. The Big Show, Ruskin Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Hump day! I'm going to start packing my stuff. Okay, all right, shut it down. Eat your yogurt before you go. (laughs) I haven't had yogurt in here in forever. I know. What the hell? I'm uh, trying not to snack through all 24 hours of the day. Okay. So I've stopped bringing food to work. Oh, all right. But as soon as I get home, I'm ravenous. I thought you cared about your digestive uh, tract. Oh, I still have. The enzymes in your tummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have lots of yogurt when I get home. It's still part of the daily routine. Eat the gurt. I just try not to eat it at work. Yeah. Push back my first meal a little bit further into the day. Okay. You know, you were talking about how intermittent fasting, it really worked for you, and I could yep. see the results. I got to get back on that train. It's hard to do. Like, the better half always wants to eat dinner at, like, 7, and that's too late. It's too late. I got to have my first meal by, like, 10 o'clock, or I get super grumps. Your cranky pants? I get so hangry. <laughs> I'm like a child. Like, if I don't nap, I get grumpy. Yeah. If I don't, well, yeah, if, I I don't if I don't, if I don't eat properly, yeah. I get grumpy. Yeah. If uh, Patrick will attest to this, if there's a late flames game, Maddie's grumpy the next day. 830 start. Oh boy. He oh, loves 100%. the five o'clock starts. Be angry. <laughs> I'm not a fan of those starts either. I love the start of the season because the flames always get like a five or six game roadie and yeah. you just get to wade into the season with these five o'clock starts. They're done at eight. Like yesterday, I, I bounced around a little bit on the NHL sked. But really, once like nine o'clock came, I sh- shut it all down. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go back and watch the Dallas Vegas game today, like after my nap. Wow, really? Well, there was like multiple scraps and like oh. that could be a Western Conference final. So you yeah, know, you know what I was watching last night? <laughs> what were you watching? Sharks and Canes. <laughs> what bet oh, were yeah. you chasing? Yeah, well, yeah, I had some wine. <laughs> What bet were you chasing? Had a little same game parlay going on, and I go uh, three out of four. But the fourth thing was Sebastian Ajo, and Mm. he got scratched. Oh, so they voided my bet. Oh, that's what happens. It sucks. Like, why don't you pay me for the three I got right? Nope. Why did Sebastian Ajo get scratched? Yeah, he didn't play last night. Neither did Freddie Anderson, who took one off the bean in warm up. Apparently, (laughs) oh, and he had to get scratched. That's not good. And I watched Mackenzie Blackwood make some saves for the Sharks. You get to see some Saw of their... Philip Zadina score a goal for was, them. He was, looked good last night. I was going to say the young studs were out for San Jose. Zadina yeah. scored. Nate and Jarvis scored. were dominating that game yesterday. Yeah, well... Natchez or Natchez. 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 Yeah. Uh, the guy who was in the Matthew Kachuk trade. Yeah, I also, um, I also mixed in a little bit of uh, Avs and Kraken. Oh, the old playoff rematch. The Everlay and Logan O'Connor fight was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed um, 
Rick Tukit's uh, post-game comments last night after game three, calling his team soft after Ooh. game three. Like, he, are you kidding me? After they just rolled over the Oilers in two games, he was not happy. He called them. Now, he granted, goes, I don't want to say soft. Well, you just called them soft then. you you bro- That's the S word that no player wants to hear. Soft. And he busted it out last night after game three. Every time I turned that game back onto the TV, Thatcher Demko was going post to post and making some sort of preposterous save. Yeah. Like ridiculous. He played out of his mind yesterday. Yeah. They lose 2-0 to the Flyers. Yeah, Rick Tukit uh, said, um, yeah, uh, that was the only, he was their best player. Everyone else, nobody showed up. Nobody. nobody. Yeah. I was just <laughs> watching Nobody the showed up. And then scrolling. And soft. There was like seven or eight Tear moments. the pain off the room. Yeah, Sorry, moments from his scrum that yeah. like were quotable and ended up on social media. Every time I, th- I was like, did he just get misquoted? Nope. They were all just different things. Like, like, I get it. Rick Tockett had a very distinguished NHL career. Tough guy, you know, very intense. It's going to get old fast. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the guys in the room yeah. are just rolling their eyes. It's like, all right, dial it back a little bit, Rick. It was just a bad night in Philadelphia. We just beat the Oilers back-to-back. And the Oilers, like, celebrating Jack Campbell. I'm surprised they didn't. I'm surprised Jay Woodcroft didn't parade him out of the arena on his shoulders yeah. after that 6-1 win over the Preds last night. He was good early, kept them in that game, and then Leon does what he does against the Predators, which is score every time he plays them. And, and, and Dreisaitl now the all-time uh, power play goals leader for the Oilers franchise, which is an, inc- it's an incredible like list. Excuse me? Yeah. Parted 128 already? Yeah. Insane. That was ridiculous. You look at the list. It's Gretzky. It's Anderson. It's Ryan Smith. It's Leon Dreisaitl on top. Yeah. Already. Pretty good. I guess you see that absurd goal that Connor McDavid scored after getting spun down and he gets up. He was like one of those blow up clowns you punch and it just comes right back up. (laughs) Like that's what he did and scored a goal last night. Yeah. Essentially what he did. They punched him down like a clown. He popped right back up and then snapped her home. I think he, like you just run out of superlatives when it comes to that guy. Like he's such a freak and I, and I get it. Like I had the topic about his cross. We don't talk enough about Sidney Crosby and his accomplishments, you know, Connor Bedard getting all the high, getting all the, uh, the attention right now, early on in his career, ESPN doing incredible numbers down South with Connor Bedard. And I get all that Austin Matthews with back-to-back hat tricks, but nobody's that guy. We've never seen anybody like that guy. Well, it's the same point I was making on Crosby when we were talking about him, right? Like, when was the last time you had a highlight like that from Crosby? Yeah. And you get something from McDavid like that every week. Every yeah. single week, a play like that will come out. And, like, what do you do? What do you do about it? He, he's the best guy out there. Yeah. And, and like, that play in particular, like, it's it's a bunch of accidents that kind of happen, but his just reaction time to what everything is happening is just so much faster than everybody. Yeah. That as a play just falls apart seemingly at the seams, he's able to grab the puck and turn it into something spectacular that we have never seen before. Yeah. And that was just another example yesterday. Doing it against the Preds. Yeah. Um He's like incredible. Alex Carrier skates right by that puck. Like he overskates he it. If yeah, he, he takes that, McDavid just spins that's, that's out. That's kind of what I mean. Like there's like a whole bunch of mistakes that have to happen. Yeah. 
And then, but but yeah, at the but, same but, time, but he, but he makes how many times does Carrier fly by that puck yeah. and it turns into nothing? It exactly. turns into a forward taking it into the boards and dumping it, waiting for help or yeah. chipping past yeah. a defenseman. Yeah, like the thing is, like he makes guys do things they're just not used to doing because they're so terrified, terrified of them. Like that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm watching. Like I don't know what like I that help. play. Whoop. Like Carrier, it's almost like he's surprised that the puck is available so easy yeah. to him. Yeah. Because he expects McDavid to just dance him, so he misses, and then McDavid makes something beautiful yeah. out of it. So, and just how quick his shot is! Like you oh, got yeah, the, the predator, the the, the fence one on the predators can't even get the stick to McDavid's nope. stick before the puck. No off time is. to close the gap. Like, nope. nope, nope. I, I uh, unbelievable. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I covered the uh, 2015 World Junior Camp. Okay, and um, it was in St. Catharines mm-hmm. because uh, the tournament was in Buffalo. In 2015. And uh, I watched him. And I can't tell you. And this this is the one thing I specifically watched when he took the puck. And he was coming down on the Canadian defenseman. The terror in their faces. <laughs> like literally like just like oh my god. Like that's the thing that always. And even when you go watch him live. Just watch the faces of the defenseman when he's coming down on them. There's legit fear in their face. Like this guy's going to make me look ridiculous. Because he's that fast. Yeah, you're a guy who's I don't like I don't know what else you would expect from some of these defensemen. Like yeah. how many guys in the league can actually hang with him while skating backwards? There's probably like three of them. Spurgeon, uh McCarr, yep. Maybe Heiskinen. Actually definitely Heiskinen. He's done it before in the playoffs. Darlene, I think, can. Um, yeah, he's a very smooth skater as well. So there's like three or four guys. That you legitimately think when they are skating backwards and trying yeah. to defend this guy that they actually have the skating ability to do it with some semblance of dignity. Yeah. I'm waiting for the texter to say uh, he wasn't the fastest skater at the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah. so. Like that. It's a really okay. good point. Yeah. Because that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got lots to do. It's a busy hump day for us uh, this morning. Hump day. Jason Bukala going to join us at the top of the uh, next hour. Sportsnet Draft, uh, Sportsnet NHL scouting analyst, former director of scouting of the Florida Panthers. Get his early read on one Matthew Coronado. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, who's going number one in the draft? Well, it's probably Macklin Celebrini. We'll get his but thoughts. But we can on. ask him. Yeah. I think this this one isn't as sexy. Uh, I was going to say clear. So the Habs are going to win the first overall pick? I was going to say clear cut. Because it wasn't a friend. Got- it's not a- it's not like a franchise altering. No, it's going to be Eiserman's up there. Be a good player. Yeah, it's uh, the Russian guy. I think he's probably going to say Eiserman or. See, this is what be. we need to, you know, just have it on the radar. Yeah, but I really want to get his thoughts on uh, Matthew Coronado. Through three games, you know, it's it's been fine. I think four games. Have they played four games already? No, he played one game against the Sharks last oh. year. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That game. Where I wasn't really, Wolf. Well, I wasn't really calling, counting that Sharks game. Like, even Coronado has said, yeah. like, that. well, that wasn't the same. Yeah, like, it was like a glorified preseason was, game. Everyone was coasting in that game. Checking like, out already. Even game one of the yeah. NHL was completely different. Booking their flights to Cabo. Yeah. Um, Dave Dickinson, uh, head coach and GM of the Stamps, in a must-win this week. We'll talk to him at 7.30. Um, the franchise, Eric Francis from Western New York at 8 o'clock. Looking forward to talking to the franchise. And uh, we'll play Impossible Flames Trivia at 8.30. And we'll also have our locks, courtesy of our good friends at Calgary Lock and Safe at 8.30. we got a busy show. 
We got a lot of stuff to do. And uh, saw this article uh, yesterday. Want to get your uh, your opinions on this? Our pal uh, David Pinota of yep. the fourth period. Yep, tweeted out a story yesterday um, that the Flames are quote exploring a deal for Dan Vladar to free up some cap space and to uh, allow Matthew um, or Dustin Wolf, Matthew Wolf, Matthew Wolf, the golfer who went to live, Dustin Wolf. When I was doing the Fox and rather than David Wolf, yeah, yeah, a German guy that played here, for David Wolf, David Wolf, David Wolf. Yeah. Is he a goalie? No, he's a forward. Isn't David Wolf. How long ago was that? Oh, five, six years ago. That sounds maybe? vaguely familiar. Yep, it would should be. Oh, David Wolf. Uh, yeah, you, he would have been like a eight preseason games uh, type of guy. He played three regular season games you know in fourteen, I mean? fifteen. All right, now I see. Now, you, already a, you already planted the seed this, for me for Impossible Flames trivia face. next oh, week. Boy. Oh, yeah, that guy looks trivia. like a David Wolf, doesn't he? Does. He? he absolutely yeah. does. Yeah. Um, so we'll do locks and impossible flame trivia, but uh, our man David Penyota is making himself a career in Mannheim. And, oh, yeah. And we had uh, Dennis Bernstein on from the fourth period. Like, David Penyota and Dennis Bernstein, those dudes are dialed in. Yeah. Like, don't just, it's not like, you know, Eklund's reporting this. It's not an you know not uh, E6. it's not an E six that yeah, Vladar yeah. is getting dealt. <laughs> I'll never forget when Sportsnet had Eklund on their trade deadline show and he was getting everything wrong and he was wearing like a goalie mask. Do you remember that? It was the most embarrassing uh, thing ever. Who? Eklund. Ac- Hockey you don't know Buzz? who Eklund is? Hockeybuzz.com. The trade rumor guy? Hockey Buzz? Eklund. Hockeybuzz.com. Yeah. yeah. And he like he's just all about hockey trade rumors. Oh, I'm NHL trade free agent rumors. Okay, here he is. Yeah. Now, the only Eklund I know is the one who scored for San Jose yesterday. <laughs> oh. So, anyway. Um, Young Will Eklund. Ah, yeah, this, this guy is not in my not, sphere not. of NHL insiders. Well, this I've was like my, my first, never heard of this guy my in my fir- life. My first foray into rumors back like, yeah. in like 2007, 2008, like Eklund and Hockey Buzz was always like the. You're always refreshing. What's going on? What's going on in hockey? The Habs are in on everybody, by the way. Because this is before Twitter and everything like that. You couldn't get... There was no insiders on that. Yeah, the Habs are in on everybody, by the way. Exactly. When I used to read uh, Eklund. Yeah, you had to watch, like, That's Hockey or Hockey Central at noon. Who did that? Doug McClain. Oh, uh, Darren Millard. Kipper. I remember getting coffee for those guys as an intern. And Nick was buying... And I specifically remember him telling me, because I had to go down to Tim Hortons and get the coffees for the guys. And he's like, uh, buy something frilly for yourself. Frilly? Hmm. Yeah. Ah. The things you remember when you're an intern. Sure. Yeah. So this report says that uh, they're in an exploratory stage. Yep. Uh, conversations expected to continue. Held trade talks in the offseason, but the asking price, which remains unknown, was considered too high at the time, according to one NHL source. Unclear what the Flames are looking for now. That was pretty much it. I think this is... It was uh, essentially like the timing of this told me that the Flames are obviously quite happy with what's happening between the pipes with Jacob Markstrom. I think that's probably first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I also am not totally surprised. Like this is a great time to look at those chats now that other teams who are like, we think our goalies are good enough. Now they're like four games like, in. They're like, oh, well, we're completely wrong. Like they're Tampa? not. <laughs> like Tampa? <laughs> like Tampa. Yeah. Um, now, the, yeah. I mean, every like everybody who yeah. we've had on who's talked about, I think Frank 
like you said, like Dan Vladar, his value around the league is quite high. People yeah. value this guy. Like yeah. he could be a starter down the line here. Yeah, don't expect like a first round pick for no, Dan Vladar. No, but no. no. But again, cap cap space, as we've talked to uh, a few GMs and yeah. insiders, Big valuable deal. commodity in the NHL cap space. And this is probably something Connie's looking for. And like you need again, to take that money off. You want to add something here later down the line. Like again, I David Pagnon is dialed in. Yeah. Um, we're gonna ask Eric Francis about this coming up at eight o'clock. Because he'll give us he'll give us the skinny. He'll give us the inside. He'll give us the scoop on what's going on with Dan Vladar potentially here. And the question I uh, am asking, and again, yeah, we all know like Dustin Wolf's earned a chance to be an NHL regular. Like, there's no question. Mm. I just don't know if he, how's he going to, how's he going to do it as a backup? Like, how, is he okay to play once every like week and a half? Like that, that's not, that, it's not, it takes a special kind of player to do that. It's hard to be an NHL backup. True. But that, that's it, what I, I mean. No, like, but it's harder to be an NHL backup when you're a veteran and you understand that you're not you good sure? enough to be a starter. Yes. I think it's, I think for sure, because then you understand that you're not going to play constantly hmm. with Dustin Wolf. It's a little bit different. Like, he's got his whole career in front of him. Yeah. The only place for him to go is up. And the natural progression is not to go from AHL starter to NHL starter. Typically, it's like NHL starter or AHL starter, NHL backup, timeshare. You know, guys look maybe surprised and you just don't have the other talent there. So dudes get into a little bit of a, a situation where they're maybe over their skis. I don't think there's any problem with him being around the team, practicing every day and getting yep. all the practice reps, right? Yep. Like that's another part of it is the three goalies of practice becomes you're getting even less work there. Yeah. So and yeah. that's a good point. You're facing NHL shooters all the time. Yeah. Like I, I still think going and being an NHL backup is that's like the natural progression path for Dustin Wolf, right? Yep. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay with if he comes up and plays like you mentioned, every 10 days. Like, I also think that this coaching staff is going to be a lot more cognizant of making sure that he does get his starts. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something we'll ask Eric Francis coming up at 8 o'clock. He'll know. Mm-hmm. Um, Flames just, again, another night off. Like, two consecutive days in Western New York. Like, do we know what's on the docket today for them? Well, they're practicing today. Today will be a practice day, I believe, at 10.30. Did they, was there anything on Eastern. socials? Did they go to Niagara Falls? Like, Did they do anything like that? I don't think I saw anything on their socials yesterday. I went to check in. Um, did they go to Dave & Buster's at least? Did they go they to the Cheesecake Factory? What they were did doing. they go to Duff's or the Anchor Bar? Just, like, What did they do? It was just Magia Pane's uh, bread announcement. Breadsticks. Yeah, we got to get him on. Right. I know Magic he's on with Patty. He's coming on with Patty. They're doing mm-hmm. a pre-tape, yeah. Yeah, we should, uh, we should have him Whoa. on. Sorry. Magic for radio, bro. Yeah. We should have him on uh, maybe next week when they're back in town. Yeah. Mange. That's his. Love the bread. Love the bread play. Love that. Yeah, really not. Mange. Yeah. Yeah. The first half of his name. Yeah. Mange's breadsticks. I get it. It's because Mange is No, but eat. they call him Mange. Yeah. Yeah. It means to eat in Italian. <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah. So it's not the worst nickname. Just no. doesn't have a Y at the end. <laughs> Mangy, yeah, mangy. He's mangy, <laughs> like a cat. He's so mangy, like, like a, a cat, like a lost cat. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, uh, stamps, uh, big win, uh, big award. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for somebody who really uh, doesn't know that the uh, the stamps give internal awards away, mm-hmm. uh, Reggie Bagleton won a big one, didn't he? 
Yeah, this is a big one. The Herm yeah. Harrison Award is one that I think a lot of players are always... Um, like, we talked to Reggie about it yesterday, and he said that this was something that... I don't know if it was necessarily like a black and white goal, like number three on the list or something like that. I'm going to go out and win the Herm Harrison Award. But at the same time, this is a guy who, you know, finds it important to give back to the community that is allowing him to play a sport for a living, which, you know, he talked about. That's that's a blessing. Not a lot of people get that opportunity. And, and when you do, you got to take advantage of it. So, you know, he's been giving back a lot this year. Um, they work with a program where the team, some of the players go to the children's hospital before home games, the day before home games, and they'll hang out with some of the kids and, you know, sign autographs and do the whole nine yards. And Reggie's always been really good with that. Just talking to some of the stamp staff about, you know, he's always one of the last guys to leave and, and always continuing to do really good stuff in, in that aspect. So it was cool to see uh, the dude even had a chance at being the receiver who finished the season with the most receiving yards. I think it's going to be really tough for him now. I think he's like a hundred yards back because he missed a game, but um, yeah, I'm expecting him to play this week too, which would be huge for the team because they're going to need him against BC. Yeah. But anytime you can win an award that is as prestigious as the Herm Harrison award, you, you got to be very proud of everything that you've done. So, that was cool to see yesterday. Um, we're, uh, we'll talk to Dave Dickinson coming up at uh Also, Jake Mayer missed practice yesterday. So oh, boy. That's, I believe. Non-football uh, or non-believe he's related. expecting uh, the birth of his first child. Oh, okay. Kids. All right. Okay, that's good. Born. Lots yes. of kids. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them around, yeah. the, around the club well, right Well, that's good. Now, that's so. good news then. I was like, yes. oh, no. Is yeah. He hurt? Well, hopefully he's, well, yeah, it was not injury related. We'll see if he's back at the practice field today. Yeah. It was a closed practice, so we didn't get to ask Dave about it, but uh, maybe we can ask him today. Well, we're talking to him in an hour. <laughs> um, before oh, we get geez. to the break. Whoa, we'll love when a plan comes together. Um, we, uh, we've we been doing uh, locks of the evening, uh, courtesy of our friends of uh, Calgary Lock and Safe. Yes. How'd we do yesterday? How'd well, we do yesterday, I went Patrick. one for two. Uh, yes, Maddie, you were one and one. Uh, Gabe Lardy did not score. Well, that's but... because he got hurt. Yeah. That that uh, the arms out when uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois scored with all the Winnipeg fans was beautiful. Ugh. I know. Uh, right? uh, and then <laughs> the, <laughs> Listen to Patrick. Ugh. And then the uh, Oilers did score uh, a power play. Elias Lindholm, draw, please, with Patrick's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, I... hey, Patrick, um, Pierre-Luc Dubois scored last night. Uh, yeah. Uh, I also went one and one. Uh, in Merrill, case they didn't get it the first time, uh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, right Merrill Kelly. I mean, credit him. Yeah, he was great. It was the bullpen that really screwed the Diamondbacks. Yeah. The Phillies just uh, hit well, it, and, God, yeah. and they just don't have bludgeon yeah. teams in that yeah. ballpark. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's only bludgeon teams. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even know why he bothered coming out of the dugout. Yeah. Like Schwarber hitting there, bombs. Man. Yeah, just straight Turner hit that bomb early. Um, Mark Shifley did score in his third straight game, the only Jets goal. Uh, Good light, for late. you, a little yeah. backdoor cover hey, there. Yeah. Very late, garbage time. Very late. Uh, Lightning and Sabres did not go over the six and a half GVP, but the Oilers did win. And George, you were 0 2. Yeah, it was. Uh, Denmark oh. uh, played like crap against the worst team in FIFA, San Marino. Uh, San Marino scored their first goal in two years. Against oh, them, yeah, I two uh, uh, one Denmark. Oh, Denmark so hung you, on. You picked like a minus one thousand as your lock yesterday, and it didn't hit. Um, there's a uh, <laughs> my, thanks to say? my man Henrik who tweeted at me. Oh, I love Henrik. Uh, there's a San Marino uh, fan account. Yes, at that's San what Marino mean. underscore yeah. fa. It's got over a hundred thousand followers. Yeah, more hundred thousand, more than the people that actually live in San yeah. Marino. 
Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So uh, they tweeted out, uh, we scored and we equalized against bleeping Denmark. Damn right. <laughs> you damn right. Yeah. And I, I saw this. Account. I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. Like you like when, <laughs> when the social teams are using curses. Yeah. When yeah. they just score, yeah. it's a big deal. Like they were never going to win the match. No, yeah. they just wanted no, the goal. Dude, yeah, they they could have lost 10-1, but at least they scored. They scored. That was important. Yeah. And the Sabres obviously didn't hit the team total over three and a half. No, they didn't. Uh, what do you got coming up in uh, the Rose Report? Um, I have a question. Ooh. Have you ever met your heroes? Mm. How drunk were they? Oh, wow. Okay. We'll get into that. Also, um, I got some Jack Campbell numbers. Oh, good. He actually was really good yesterday. Every Jack time Campbell I turned numbers. that game on, he was playing pretty well. So Numbers don't lie. Sometimes. All right. Um, it's George, it's uh, Matthew, it's Patrick, it's GVP, it's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. The big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan, live from Uglacy's Basement Systems downtown studio. At the top of the hour, Jason Bukula, NHL scouting analyst for Sportsnet, former director of scouting in the Florida Panthers. Get his thoughts on Matt Coronado's. NHL career thus far. What's he seen from him? What does he look like? How does he look? What's a reasonable expectation for his season? As long as he stays healthy. Health. Very important. It is. Extremely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dave Dickinson, the head coach and general manager of the Calgary Stampeders at 730. Stamp still alive. Mm -hmm. Still can do it. Still Still can get to the postseason. Still alive, baby. We're not dead yet. And uh, we'll They're talk like to that guy from Monty Python. He's missing all his limbs. Right. A mere flesh wound. Um, <laughs> it's only a flesh wound. Um, and the uh, the franchise, Eric Francis, live from Western New York at 8 o'clock. Um, our man David Pinota, friend of the show, tweeted out yesterday, the Flames are, quote, exploring trade options for one Dan Vladar. We'll ask the franchise, is he kind of hearing the same thing? Because if he didn't know... Eric kind of dialed in on the Flames. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's probably pretty accurate. He's I also want to just correct myself. There was a different part in the movie. That I'm not dead yet. That's when bring out your dead, when they're they're bringing out the plague victims. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just before everyone corrects me. I just, I just know the uh, the part you're mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I'm just, I never really got into the British humor. I don't know what it is. I just never got into it. I had a friend. Although I'm a big fan of Ricky Gervais. I like him. Sure. I, I had a friend. Because he's so brutal. Really enjoyed I do like him. the Monty Python stuff. So I watched yeah. like Holy Grail. Like I don't know. I feel like way too many times as a kid. But what does that say about me that I gravitate to comedians like that? I like Anthony Jesselneck too. Like what does that say about me? Nothing. I mean, That's for another day. Yeah. Um, time for the Rose the Report. AJ. Yeah. Time for the Rose Report. It's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. You'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Matty Rose. Oh, good morning, friends. Flames, back-to-back off days on the road. Feels like it's been a year since they've played. Like, let's go already. Come on now. We got a breakdown of the NHL schedule yesterday. Baseball playoff stamps awarded the Herm Harrison Award. That and shooters, shooting shooters. We begin with the Calgary Flames. We got to be a little bit everywhere. The spider in the web. Spider in the web. Day off yesterday in Buffalo. They'll practice today ahead of their next game Thursday against the Sabres. George, 
I know you want to see them practice the shootout, but any line swaps or anything else you'd like to see ahead of the game Thursday from practice today? Um, I, w- what I do want is I want them to keep the cadre line together okay. with Rajitska and Dubé. Because I, like I thought that was the, uh, the best line uh, for the Flames in that game. Even though Patrick wasn't a fan of Kadri's game mm. on uh, Monday night, he was not a fan of it. I thought that line was their best. And I'd like to see a little runway for, the, for that trio. Let's see them try to build a little chemistry because that's something we asked Derek Wills uh, last week. Hey, like, who's the best winger for Nazem Kadri? Like, we can't find the chemistry for old 91 there. Maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe these two guys can, this trio can form and we can think of a nickname if they stay together for a while. Yeah, we can start thinking. No. I shouldn't. I shouldn't think on the air. No, Doctor K. Free. That's stupid. No. Anyway, continue. <laughs> See, that's why we don't think on the air, George. Yeah, all right. There we go. Flames did announce Manja's Breadsticks program. Yeah, Andrew Manjapani and his fiance Claudia's a new community program with support from the Flames Foundation and the Calgary Italian Open Society. Manja's Breadsticks will benefit the youth centers of Calgary. Uh, you can find a lot more information on this program on the Flames website. <laughs> He's all right. He's okay. Went down the wrong pipe. Just choking here. As you're reading a very serious story. I'm alive. I'm good. Let's get to the ice yesterday. Yeah. Let's just pretend that never George happened. George pulls a Thatcher Demko and pukes in his mask. It was a pretty <laughs> busy slate with nine games yesterday. Some doozies, some Canadian teams in action as well. Oilers were on the road to battle the Predators. Edmonton still in search of their first win. Jack Campbell got the start. Actually looked pretty good in this one. And certainly helped that he also played with the lead. We get it back to the blue line. Bouchard left wing to Nugent Hopkins. Side of the net comes out. Scott! Leon Dreisaitl got a quick pass out of the left wing corner and goes right upstairs, glove side on Saros, and it's 1-0 Edmonton. Yeah, Leon had himself a night. Another four-point outing for Mr. Dreisaitl. That was a power play goal. That was the 127th of his career. He is now the franchise leader in power play goals. He actually is 128 because he scored another one later in the game. The Oilers fall or beat the Predators by a 6-1 score. First uh, one of the season for Edmonton. Jack Campbell was good. Uh, you want, you want, I, I told you about Jack Campbell numbers. Yeah, sure. Hit me. And, and we know that uh, he was struggling in that game last week against the Canucks. 42 of 43 last night. Where he let in um, four goals on 12 shots. Not yep. ideal. New. Here's his preseason and regular season starts so far. Okay. September 29th against the Flames. 34 saves, one goals against. He was great in that game. October 2nd versus the Kraken. Mm. 32 saves, one goals against. Sure. It's a good October number. October 6th versus the Kraken. Uh-huh. 35 saves, one goals against. Okay. Last night versus the Predators in Music City, 41 saves, one goal against. So the guys only had one bad start this this season, this new season, including preseason, but it's preseason. A lot of AHL shooters. Mm-hmm. He's only had one bad start, and that was the season opener. Yeah, like, here's the thing. I think we all know that Jack Campbell has the talent. It's just how does, does he? Jack... Well, he's he's shown that he's... Ah, okay. He was a first-round pick. Yeah, like, I, I think that the thing that has held Jack Campbell back has been just putting too much pressure on himself and not being able to kind of get up to the moment. D- does it help that he was playing in Toronto, of all places? Like, this is a guy that maybe if his career had started out in Columbus, 
maybe would have turned into just like a fine netminder. Okay. But now it's just become one of this and he, like, couldn't volatile wrestle. goaltenders in the NHL. <laughs> and he couldn't wrestle. The, I'm dying, too. Are you all right? <laughs> and he couldn't it's wrestle. Oh, the crease away from John Quick. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Man, God. we got to get some tussin' in here, some robotussin'. <laughs> Have another tar this bar, boys. <laughs> we, Smoke we, another heater, fellas. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> we get, can we go pick up some tussin' Holy <laughs> for Patrick? <laughs> You all right? Yeah. Send an intern. I'm all some right, water. <laughs> I, was I was choking on a beverage earlier. Patrick can't get out a sentence. GVP's oh. dying behind GVP the board. GVP's just struggling I'm, back there. You know you're allowed to take He's a sick day, right? Banged up. I'm okay. I got my head up. I'm going to sweat this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, get your shots, people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, is it okay to have a fever of 105? No, <laughs> no it's we're not. Okay. Hey, we'll just get some ice packs around you. Got to get her done, boys. I haven't had a yeah. meal in six days. Is that okay? Save the voice, bud, because, yeah. man. Uh, you, do you have to do the Mucho Big Show? Yeah. I'm going to rest that thing Ooh. before then. All right. Canucks had an early game. They were in Philly. Yeah. Canucks have been so good to start the season. But the Flyers got on the board first. Then they extended that lead with a penalty shot. How about the veteran Flyer again? Back at it. You'll love to see it. And Sean Couturier's got it for the penalty shot on Thatcher Demko. Swings wide right side. Cuts back into the middle on the back end. Forehand took the shot. He scores! And Sean Couturier with his first of the year on the penalty shot. I love this move in the shootout. The open up the hips and then rotate back oh, across. Oh, like how a shootout should be. Oh. <laughs> Here's another thing. As I was watching Sean Couturier, I thought about Evgeny Kuznetsov yesterday because this is still sticking in my craw. It was a big, you know what? That was the biggest talking point around. They were talking about it around the league. Everywhere. The NHL. Like yeah. real kipper and board. He does yeah. it. Every time he does it, it becomes a talking point. And everyone's yeah. like, well, it's not, okay. it's not against oh. the rules. And, the, and, and I'm then like, I it heard... should be. It should be. <laughs> and then I heard the shot clock idea. I'm like, ugh. Let's not do that either. Yeah, they kiboshed. Did they, somebody really bring that up? Because I know I just brought it up yeah. for the hell of it. But somebody point. actually brought that up? Yeah. Oh, my God. They kiboshed chasers on the Merrick show because it's dangerous for the NHLPA. Ugh. Whatever. Hey, what about a tie? Anyway. <laughs> you shut your mouth, George. I'm on the tie ridiculous. Hey, I'm tired of three-on-three three overtime. It's not as good as everyone thinks it is. It's just not anymore. Sorry. It's not. They just rag the puck around. They just rag it, rag it, rag it till they find it. And I get it. There's some exciting plays. How about a tie? No. Hey? No. 3-3 three, three, final. No. No. What's wrong with the that? Only way Take I'd your soccer ties only, and beat it. Why? The only way I'd welcome a tie is if they made the three-on-three three overtime 10 minutes. And oh, if nobody could score after 10 minutes of three-on-three. How three. about this? Mm. How about this? Regulation wins worth three points. I've always been a fan of that. Always like, make the regular regulation. Like, like everybody more. complains about like the shootout. The Everyone complains about it. Okay, great. Like get just get rid of it all. Like three. Like when you actually zoom out and think about it, three and three is ridiculous. It has nothing to do with the game. At least a penalty shot. There's a penalty shot that happens in the game. You never take two players off the ice at the same time in hockey. Eh. Anyway, yeah, it's it's gimmicky. You never get three and three in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, and how good is overtime in the playoffs? It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, how about a good tie? Line. Eh? A good shake your hands with your opponent? Good game. No. Good game, sir. No, I need a winner all the time. Why? Win in regulation. Win in 60 minutes. This is like easily one of the most surprising takes I've had from you. You're such a, you got to win, winning over everything, and now you're like, yeah, yeah that's true. Do. No, but I mean, like, again, three on three, 
It's just not as good as it was when it first came out. It's, it's just still not. better than just being like, well, nobody won. We all get to go home. Yeah. And I then you want to play data. 10 minutes. And then people are asking for 10 minutes of that. You want 10 minutes of them ragging the puck around I'm the ice? I'm fine for a shootout. But here's the thing. Uh, if we're going to do shootouts, you just have to listen to me every time I have to watch Evgeny Kuznetsov. You just have to listen to me yell about it. That's okay. all that's going to happen. If, if more people do what Kuznetsov's doing, it becomes more of a problem. But is, if it's only like a handful of guys that is going in like stupid slow and scoring... It's gonna yeah, be. But, it's like the tush push. But again, but, stop it. Right. But do you not agree with me about the ragging of the puck? I is, don't. Is it I on don't. Three on three? No, because I've seen some incredible three on three in this season already. No, I think it, it just this Flames three on three it all was not on great. Teams, yeah, though. sure. It all depends but on the team. I teams. think it is very much specific to the teams. I think it can still be extremely exciting. Okay. Tie. <laughs> Terrible. Tie. Worst take you've hey, ever Flames. had. Hey, Flames. Flames would have made the playoffs. There were just ties. Last season. Hey, argue that one, Rose. Text line. Keep playing yeah, three right. on three until somebody dies. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Just until we all weather into non-existence. Yeah. Hey, shout out Sean Couturier. His first Love goal that. since December 10th, 2021. Yeah, over 600 days. Good for him. Now, also, that's was, the seventh penalty shot awarded this season. Uh, was it okay that he went backhand? Like he turned around and then did the move? What do you mean? Yeah, he had a great move. Yeah. He did like the fake backhand. Yeah, he opened up the hips. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. He was still going forward. Yeah, his move was fine. Yeah. He followed all the rules, and it actually took skill <laughs> to complete. Mm. <laughs> and it didn't take, like, 25 seconds to shoot? Mm. That's the other thing about a shot clock on it. Only no. t- it was nine seconds for Kuznetsov to pick up the puck and then shoot. It was seven it and a half for Couturier. Felt long. It felt a lot longer than that. Also, how about the Flyers' new unis? Forgot about they changed them back to the old style. I like them. They look dope. Uh, Canucks made a trade, too. We have a trade <laughs> to announce. Uh, Ty Glover and Mark Friedman sure. from the Penguins for Jack Rathbone and Carol Plasek. I know Rathbone. Jack Rathbone? Yeah. The only thing I know about that guy, he has an awesome name. Jack Rathbone. Canadians playing host of the Wild, much like the Canucks, found themselves down early, except their mistakes came while the Habs were on the power play. Numbers again for the Wild if they hurry. It's Duhame once more outside the right circle with a shot. Big rebound, but Duhame, they score! Connor Dewar just stayed with it! And it's two shorties, one from Duhame, one from Dewar, and the Wild have a 2-0 lead. Yeah, two shorthanded goals, 25 seconds apart. Jumped out to a 2-0 lead, never looked back. Scored three power play goals as well. Left Montreal with a 5-2 win. Marc-Andre Fleury, perhaps his final game in Montreal. He gets mm. the win. Also, a note from the Habs. Kirby Doc oh. done for the year. Tours ACL and MCL. Woof. He had a really good start to the season, too. Last Canadian team in action, the Jets. They were hosting the Kings. Dubois vindication game. Kupari, Velarde, Ayafalo vindication games. More so, maybe... They are the ones that got moved from L.A. to Canada, after all. I called a Velarde goal on our Calgary Lock and Safe Lock It Up Lock of the Days. Velarde had an awkward fall. Left would look like a knee injury, so that didn't hit. Pierre-Luc Dubois, on the other hand. A lot of ozone time on this power play. It's coming to an end to Dubois, who centers. Jansen tight, safe, score! Dubois on the rebound! He got the rebound of Kopitar's bid from in tight. The Kings up one to nothing. Yeah, Jets fans not happy about that one. Not happy about it. Much they saw yesterday. Jets fall 5-1 at the hands of the LA, Skink, LA Kings. The Skinks. The Skinks. The Skinks. 
I, I did like the Dubois, though, putting his arms out when he scored. Mm, he that does that sweet. out quite a bit. He does. Yeah, That's but kind there of was a little bit of extra juice because they were booing him last night. In oh, the yeah. As they should have. I liked it. Stars and Knights, what a game. Scraps abound. A couple of elite teams. I think we'd all take Dallas and Vegas in the Western Conference Final. Of oh, course, yeah. the Flames weren't in it, right? Yeah. Uh, they were evenly matched. Dallas took leads of 1-0 and 2-1. Vegas fights back to tie the game in both instances. Went to a shootout. Jonathan Marcheseau gets the game winner. Vegas takes the victory. Avalanche and Kraken, rematch last season's playoff matchup. Jordan Everlay and Logan O'Connor got in a scrap as well. O'Connor would end up with the game winner after. Gets a shorty to give Colorado a 2-1 lead in the second period as Colorado wins 4-1. Kraken remain without a win. Hmm. Coyotes and Islanders, Karel Vizmelka, outstanding, allowed one goal and 31 shots, but one goal was all that would come in the game. 1-0, the Islanders beat the Coyotes. First shutout oh, of the man. season for Ilya Sorokin, his 17th. He passes Rick DiPietro for third all-time by the yeah. Isles. Is he still getting paid by the Islanders? Yeah, until yeah, 2029, 20, I believe. What a boss. A million bucks every July 1st. He's like Bo- he's like Bobby Bonilla. Yeah. He is, yep. Well, I think Bonilla's is like almost twice as long. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Glenn Resch is 25 shutties. Billy Smith had 22. Chico Resch? <laughs> Yeah, like I call him Glenn. Resch. He's his real name. Yeah, he's, he's his, his real name. name. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it said on the stat pack signs. <laughs> yeah. Did you know Glenn Resch was Chico Resch? Did you know I, that? Uh, I didn't really have time to fact check. Okay. I had assu- I, I had assumed because okay. he does the color commentary in the tri-state yeah. area that it was him, but yeah, okay. Sabres and Lightning. Buffalo still looking for their first win this season. Jumped out to a 2-0 lead, but goals by Brandon Hagel got the game to overtime. Hagel's second of the game came with seven seconds in regulation. So that means we needed... Overtime! <laughs> ah, RJ. Really great. It's been all Sabres in overtime. Darlene short feed Jordan Greenway. High slot. Feeds it. High slot Dylan Cousins. Looks to shoot! Score! Great shot from Cousins. The Sabres win it 3-2 to two in overtime. <laughs> oh, Michigan. sad day, oh. Michigan. Mm. Called on the bow. That was a fun OT by the Sabres. Dylan, okay. That was a really fun OT. Dylan Cousins posted in, in extra time. Overtime was also only a minute and a half there, which we do love to we see. We love short overtime. Sabres get their first one of the season. Tage Thompson still has no points. Oh, Ooh. boy. Also, the Hurricanes doubled up the hapless Sharks 6-3. Tonight, Wednesday, light slate, Capitals, Senators at 5. That'll be on Sportsnet West, 5.30, Red Wings battle the Penguins. A couple of NFL notes. Did you hear? Julio is back. Julio Jones signs a one-year deal with the Eagles. (laughs) A.J. Brown's teammate now. Right on. I, I don't get it. Yeah, well, I don't know what it costs. Probably not a lot. Nothing. He played like, I mean, he had, well, he had like 600 yards last year with Tampa Bay. Yeah, he's slow. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, but he they can't don't... get any separation anymore. No. Like, he's just going to be in the slot? Is that what it is? Well, I think they need, like, after Devonta Smith, I mean, he had that drop, a really like bad Quez, drop. They Quez wanna... Watkins got hurt. Yeah, they want okay. a third option, probably. Their other guy is no, well, Olamide Zacchaeus. Well, third receiving option, wide receiver. Even DeAndre say. Swift is ahead of Julio. True, but Julio's better than Olamide Zacchaeus. Are you sure? I think so. I've never heard of him before. Oh. I bet she's faster than Julio at this point. Philly's well, that type of team that hey, just listen, plugs and plays guys. If there's, and, yeah, w- if there's like one guy that I'm going to trust with his okay. personnel, it is Howie Roseman. Okay. Yeah. That's a, good, that's a strong point. Um. Also, Caleb Williams wants to 
get part ownership of the team that drafts him? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you see the story yesterday? Oh, he's oh, funny. Okay, we'll talk flag. about this one in funny. the break a little bit more and maybe dive into it a little bit later on. No, you know show. what? How about, how about we put a pit in that and ask Ross Tucker about that tomorrow? Hey, put that on the whiteboard, GVP. Caleb Williams wants Caleb to buy the Williams Bears. ownership. Yeah, Caleb Williams <laughs> wants to be part owner of the Bears. And we'll also you know ask what? Ross Caleb Tucker Williams? about Julio Jones. You know what the NFL will tell him? Enjoy that NIL money, bud. Yeah. Yeah, apparently Aaron <laughs> Rodgers tried to get part ownership of the Jets as he was moved from the Packers to the what Jets. What these guys think and they're the real NFL, messy? The NFL was like, that's not allowed. No, that's, it's, yeah, it's you collusion. Can't like, you're not yeah. allowed to do that. You have to be retired to get ownership. Correct. Do these dudes think they're Lino Messi? I like, have no idea. They must. Stamps held a close practice yesterday. It was good to see Reggie Bagleton, Bryce Bell, Mike Moore, Charlie Moore, Trey Roberson, all full participants. The Stampeders looking to get some reinforcements for this crucial game Friday against the BC Lions. You know, they're a good team, as my coach would say. Felt like that would have helped with the mood around the group. That getting the win, obviously. Jake Mayer absent from practice. Jake and his wife Amanda expecting their first child. Didn't have a chance hey. to ask the head coach. We'll ask him today. Reggie Bagleton announces the Herm Harrison Award winner, being recognized for his outstanding community service. A regular participant in the Every Yard Counts program, spending time at the Alberta Children's Hospital the day before every home game. He's also worked with the Learn to Play program, the Tim Hortons Camp Days, Wellsprings, Alberta, and the Salvation Army Coat Drive over his time with the Stampeders. That's awesome. Talked to him yesterday, and appropriately, this was something that meant a lot to Reggie. Any one of us could have could have been in that position. Anybody, any, it's a privilege to be on this field. So why not go out and and fit and, and make everybody feel like they could be a part of it too? Uh, Stan Peters did post that uh, interview on their socials. I would recommend you go and give it a lesson. A listen. They play at eight o'clock Friday against the BC Lions. Game two of the Diamondbacks and the Phillies yesterday. Merrill Kelly for Zona. Aaron Nola for the Phillies. Standing room only at Citizens Bank Park. Phillies been good early in a lot of their postseason games. Same deal yesterday. Trey Turner solo shot in the first. Got the Phillies out and running. And then they turned over the order to big Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber, the home run for him last night. His 16th career postseason homer in 60 now postseason games. Swing and a high fly ball drilled right field. That one back and that one is gone. Just got over the high wall and right. Schwarber will touch them all. Don't you love when an announcer Boy. just like, it's like it's written. He's like, here's a little background on Kyle Schwarber's home run hitting. Yeah. <laughs> and then the swing of the bat, the crack of the bat, and that thing goes yard. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, next time he came up to the uh, plate, uh, he did this. Oh, the 2-1. Swing and a high drive. Right center field on its way. That ball is gone. Schwarber has gone deep again. A bomb to right center field. Yeah, big man was hungry yesterday. How about 18 home runs in the playoffs for the Phillies? Like, <laughs> and I just saw their <laughs> winning percentage at Citizens Bank Park in the playoffs. It's like 800. It's, yeah, it's just a shade under yeah. 800, which yeah. is insane. And they have the most homers through this part of the postseason in they, Major League Baseball history. Yep. Also, They're just bludgeoning teams right now. Yeah. Like, like Mer- if you're a Jays fan and you're watching what the Phillies are doing, you just, like, shake your head. Like, look, that's how you... They're just hitting bombs all over the place. Long the place ball. electric. Because in the playoffs, the Rogers Center is electric. Oh, yeah. Like, that place is loud yeah. in the playoffs. That's a good And good what do barn? you got? Guys like Dalton Varsho, who are bunting with two men on. 
Like you think the you think Kyle Schwarber's bunting trying to bunt for a hit because he has Schwarber zero tries, confidence. He doesn't try anything except for putting it over the fence. What he, he, how he also draws a lot of walks because he gets on base. That's why he's a leadoff hitter. Hmm. But yeah, like watching the Phillies, you're like, how jealous are you if you're a Blue Jays fan? Because that's that's fun baseball to watch. And by the way, there we're talking about all these hits. Their rotation has been lights out. Yeah. Like the, Nobody's like, talking about it. Like, they're untouchable right now. Mm. Again, Phillies and Rangers World Series? Rangers? Well, yeah, we're going to get to that in just a minute here. Uh, Philly would hold on for a 10-0 lead as they just smoke the Diamondbacks. They'll head to Arizona with Philly up two games to none. ALCS Game 3 from Texas tonight. See if the Rangers can stay undefeated in the playoffs as this moves to Houston. Max Scherzer expected to make his debut for this season's playoffs. What's the expectation from their manager? I'll stick with this right now. He threw 69 pitches facing hitters yeah. uh, a week ago or so, you know, about six days ago. So that's the starting point. Obviously, we'll watch innings, how stressful they are, how he feels, uh, looking at the command, uh, stuff, uh, velo, things like that. You can just hear the age of Bruce Bochy in the that. Velo. You can just hear it coming from his giant Obviously, head. we'll watch innings. Eight and three quarters. Like, that is a dome. <laughs> Like how he just doesn't fall over head first into the mound when he walks out there. Yeah. He'll face Christian Javier for the Strohs. Astros down two games to none, but till old Dusty Baker only thinking positive. I am not thinking about being down 3-0. That's the last thing on my mind. Okay. I mean, my, my, my mindset is to be down 2-1 and then be even 2-2 two and, two and then hopefully get to 3-2 and two and then hopefully... Get to the World Series. That's how, that's how my mind thinks. Okay. Trying to be the fourth team to come back from an 0-2 deficit. Yeah, you'd think it'd be more Built different. Yeah. No. Built different. Also, uh, all right, let's wrap up here. Uh, how do I start this? Mm. Uh, you like to get imbibed at a sporting event, George? I've had a couple of drinks at a couple sporting events once in a while. Do you ever like to run into a celebrity at a sporting event? Sure. Yeah. Relations lady, you see Shooter McGavin around? <laughs> no, why? Uh, I just need to beat the living piss out of him. Oh, uh, yeah. Shooter McGavin went to watch the uh, the Bills. Oh. Giants. Oh, boy. Oh, went no. down to Highmark. I know where this is going. And uh, you might have seen the video TMZ has of uh, our boy. Well, listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm all for having a couple of pops, but this gent has so many drinks he has the full-blown stagger going. You see him going down the stairs. He has to be essentially caught by two lads to help him from face planting on his way out. So I just wanted to ask the text line, you ever seen a celebrity really banged up in public? You know, it's not the first time he also, you know, had a DUI back in 2017 oh, yeah, he, as well. He loves his sauce. Yeah, he definitely gets after it. He's been uh, filmed at previous games out uh at Highmark Stadium, yeah. tailgating and getting after it. Listen. This time he just wandered down to the concourse after maybe <laughs> oh no, one or two too many. I'm watching it right now. Yeah, shooter gonna shooter. Gotta. Hey, as long as he's not hurting anybody. No. He's got deal. somebody with no. him. He's sure, it was windy in Buffalo. Big deal. <laughs> this is not hurting anybody. Ground's a little uneven here, yeah. eh? It's not hurting anybody. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Wait, when do we set sail? Yeah. Let us know, 960960. Shooter's going to shoot. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, the Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly imagine that beat any competitor's price by 10%. 
on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Straight ahead, Jason Bukala, NHL scouting analyst for Sportsnet, former director of scouting of the Florida Panthers, Dave Dickinson, the head coach and GM of the Calgary Stampeders, and uh, Troy Aikman's girlfriend has sticky fingers. <laughs> what? It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, about? the fan.